And if you look up at 21st Century Wire, we've just released a report uh, just now. It's confirmed Israel supplied the intelligence uh, for the assassination of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani and also Abu Mahdi Mahendes, the Iraqi military commander as well, who's also killed in that strike. The key intelligence, the, the location data and so forth was supplied by by Israel to the White House. Uh, so we've just got that. That was slowly, quietly drifted out over the last couple of days. Uh, go up to 21st Century Wire to see the full report about that and the implications of it. What it means, that particular report, is that Netanyahu lied, uh, lied to the press uh, just a few days ago. He said that Israel had no involvement in the killing of Soleimani. So now we have on record uh, the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, has been caught lying about one of the most important events in uh, geopolitical history in the 21st century. L- let that sink in for a minute. Let that sink in for a minute. And uh, we'll maybe discuss that later on with uh, one of our guests. But how, how did it all start? We'll just go through the timeline again. Two weeks ago, actually, December 27th, there reportedly was a rocket attack on the K-1 base in northern Iraq, Kirkuk, that area, oil-rich area. Uh, there was a rocket attack that supposedly, supposedly, uh, well, well, we can now confirm it killed a U.S. defense contractor who was unnamed at the time, unnamed at the time, but also it uh, wounded a number of other Iraqi personnel and other U.S. contractors were reportedly wounded. The U.S. did not release the name of this contractor for some strange reason. Uh, We couldn't figure it out at the time because, well, we just didn't know enough, didn't have enough information. So that actually came a little bit more clear a couple of days later. uh, The name of that contractor was released. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, nonetheless, uh, things proceeded. Uh, the the United States claimed uh, that this was Iranian militia that launched this attack from Katyab Hezbollah. This is one of the people's mobilization units that we've talked about before. Uh, and then after this, uh, the United States launched a retaliatory strike on five Iraqi facilities. Uh, a couple of days later, they did not ask or consult with the Iraqi government about it. They just went ahead and did it. And, uh, well, they killed a number of Iraqi military people uh, in the process, and they didn't seem to care too much in Washington who they killed. Of course, this naturally sparked protests at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad's notorious green zone. And the U.S. compound was then uh, under siege by protesters, well, at least the outer ring of it was. And uh, hundreds of uh, protesters came out, including members of the PMU, including friends, family, and comrades of the fallen as a result of the U.S. bombing raid uh, that Sunday. I remember because we announced that happened uh, on our broadcast two weeks ago, live as it happened. And so then a series of events took place whereby uh, things, well, spiraled out of control, to put it lightly. The United States blamed the protests at their embassy on Iran and specifically claimed that uh, uh, General Soleimani organized these protests and then retaliated Uh, supposedly spontaneously, but now we realize it wasn't spontaneous, but retaliated by uh, launching a double assassination of the highest-ranking Iranian general, Soleimani, who's been leading the fight against ISIS in Iraq and Syria, but also the United States assassinated the Iraqi 
commander, uh, Abu Mahdi al-Mahendas, uh, commander of the PMU uh, brigades, uh, that's the national militia in Iraq. It's the one that the United States call Iranian militia. It, they're actually Iraqi militia, but that's part of the U.S. propaganda script. And uh, Trump then warned that any Iranian response against any U.S. assets after this will be met with dis, a disproportionate response. And he was boasting about this on, constantly on Twitter for the next two days. Uh, and then on January 8th, Iran retaliates, firing 22 missiles at two bases, uh, both in Ambar province, that's western Iraq, uh, but also in Erbil, that's in the uh, Iraqi Kurdistan area. Uh, so that's what happened. Iran did retaliate. So did Trump respond with disproportionate force? What happened? Well, no, Trump did nothing. Trump stood down. He stood down, and there's a number of reasons for that, which we will discuss uh, hopefully in a few minutes. Um, but so this was historic. This is the first time in history that a state actor has hit a U.S. military facility, really since the Second World War. If you count the Israeli attack on the USS Liberty uh, in 1967, that was actually covered up and denied at the time, and it was a ship. It was a USS uh, frigate intelligence and listening frigate, the USS Liberty, was attacked by the IDF, but that was covered up. So we'll put that off to the side. This is the first time anybody has done this to a U.S. facility. Not only that, the U.S. has not responded, did not retaliate. That's historic. This is, uh, to me, the signals a very important event in history. And uh, we think that uh, this signals the beginning of a new Middle East, in fact, uh, because there's just certain structural and strategic realities that are now coming into play, uh, geopolitical realities that are inescapable. Uh, so we, we said early on when this crisis began that this was the beginning of the end of the U.S. presence in, well, in Iraq, for starters, and uh, we're actually correct on that. A few days later, the Iraqi parliament voted uh, on a motion to expel the U.S. forces from Iraq, and so that will probably include all U.S. personnel as well. And who knows if the U.S. Embassy, how, you know, how many staff or how, how big that operation would be going forward. So we'll, we'll see. But I think throughout our reporting on this, we've been absolutely correct on so many aspects of it. But we're going to take a short break and connect our next guest uh, from Tehran, Dr. Mohammed Morandi, with us in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. This is the Sunday Wire. Stay right there. Oh. 